Hi guys, it's Mishka and welcome to Bookish Bonanza. Hello everybody, so just a quick notice before we jump in. I know I put two on the other one I released this week, so um, that was that just as an update, I am currently at the moment I'm going to be going from now on. I am going to be going live uh, from live kind of, not as a live stream, but like I will not edit anything out because editing really puts a downer on this whole podcast because it takes so long and it's just so much work. And honestly, it's just making me kind of less inclined to make this podcast, which I absolutely adore recording these episodes. So I really do hope you do enjoy them. Um, But editing was really just putting a bit of a dampener on it so I am going to stop editing it and every single little mistake I make you will hear um so oh it's going to be very very nerve-wracking but hey I'm going to do it and the uh the new the new um kind of announcement I have is that oh no what was it it's gone my mind's gone blank oh yeah i'm posting them today because um instead of the normal tuesday i'm posting them today because i'm going on holiday um it's just a small holiday it's it's not it's not far away um don't worry i'm still obeying the rules (laughs) um it's just a little quick not far too far away holiday but i will be away on tuesday so i will not be able to post these um i'm going camping which is very very exciting cannot wait for that um but yeah all right let's get on then bye hello everybody and today i'm going to be bringing you a top tens challenge now this is a challenge because i keep and other people up i don't know it might already exist um but yeah um basically i'm going to be doing top 10 of some things um for example top 10 favorite books of all time top 10 worst books of all time uh the one i'm going to be starting with though is very exciting i can't wait to do this and that is top 10 endings um of books i will not spoil what the endings are but i will just say that this is the this has a really really good ending because i don't know like I, i didn't see it coming or um it had a really big build up or didn't have any build up and it was hit you massive um but yeah so without further ado let's jump right in okay so i have a massive massive stack here um which is probably going to fall over at some point during this recording but hey we'll give it all we got right so um in 10th place we have match by ali condi um so this ending it didn't particularly stick out to me but it did end quite massively and left like it just kind of set up for a sequel i have not yet read the sequel i have it and i'm going to read it for the reading rush um but it did set up really really well for the sequel and yeah so it was pretty i mean it just like it was a bit shocking there was something that we were building up to the whole time, and it wasn't even the main story. Uh, we were 
building up to finding out what something did um and at the end we found out what that did like the, it was like so it got so close to telling us what happened so many points so i was like no tell us what it does why are you tell us what the other ones do and i want to know what this one does um i sound like a maniac without explaining this but if you you've read the book i expect you probably know what i'm talking about um it was just like a big mystery what this thing does um and to be honest i found that out and i knew i kind of i liked it i i did like the way it, i i had guessed it but um yeah it was just it was good <laughs> it was a good ending um next up we have the never ending story this book was one of the first like proper books i think maybe was the first proper book i ever read it's big as well it's like 500 pages um but it was beautiful it was amazing it was just so outstanding um but it is just there aren't words to describe my love for this book um but the ending kind of stuck out to me well i say ending i really mean like the second half of the book um where bastain and atreus pass cross um because honestly i did not have bastain put down as that personality if you catch my drift he his, his personality strayed from a lot from what i usually know um but yeah so this is a really beautiful book and its ending did yeah it was quite so that was second um sorry that was ninth place eighth place we have the hunger games by suzanne collins um again this book sets perfectly up for a sequel um and also it was how they i can't really see um what happened at what happened that made her a rebel there we go what happened that made her a rebel at the end i was like oh my gosh what are they gonna do you know they're like they're meant to be in love how are they gonna go about this what how are they gonna navigate this you know um like if they if what was what the capitals intended to happen happened then they wouldn't be classed as in love anymore because you know it was oh it was insane um but it's just i love the hunger games the hunger games is such a good book series um i've read this book twice now um, and I, I do love it um but yeah they've set it all up perfectly and it was just a really really good ending and i really really enjoyed it so in seventh place we have cinder by marissa meyer which is the first book in the Loon chronicle series the main plot twist that happened at the end we found out a secret about cinder's past um and who she is i had called it from the minute we discovered that someone oh i can't say that um from the minute we discovered a secret about who 
um, Cinder really is. The minute we found out that they were... Like, I have no idea how to explain this without telling you what the ending is. But um, the minute we found out about who Cinder is, then I, like... I think, what page is it? Oh, I don't know. It's about page, I don't know, 100? Um, when she fixed the android, there we go. When she fixed the prince's android, um, what the prince's android said, from that point, I was like, ah, I've clocked it. And I was right. Um, that is what happened. Um, so I did call the main plot twist. But I think it did end really well. And again, it ended just perfectly to set up for the sequel, which was Scarlet, which I'm currently reading. Um, but yeah, it just ended perfectly to set up for the sequel. In, what have we got here? Um, sixth place, we have Clockwork Princess by Cassandra Clare. This, purely because the epilogue made me cry. I don't cry at many books. I cried at this book, I cried at Allegiant, and I cried at Harry Potter. Um, and the, which one was it? I think it was the Death, yeah, it was the, the Deathly Hallows I cried at. Um, but I do not cry at many books. And this was just, oh, this, the Shadow Hunter Chronicles are so close to my heart. Um, but I cried at the end um, with Gem and his violin and Will when when Will and Tessa are older and they have had children and Jem with his violin. You'll, you'll know what I mean if you've read this book. I cried because it was just so beautiful. Um, what happened and it just set up so well. Uh, the epilogue takes place after City of Heavenly Fire, I think. Was it the epilogue that this happened? yeah it was the epilogue oh no i can't read it again i'll cry i found the right i found the bit where it happened i just i could not read it again i would cry um but it's just so so beautiful what happens and oh i just i love this book so much I, to be honest the infernal devices are amazing i seriously i value most of the characters above the characters in the Mortal Instruments series. I should do that. I should rank the Shadowhunter Chronicle characters at some point. I should definitely do that. Um, so, in fourth place, goodness me, we are hopping here. Wait, hang on. Oh, right, sorry. No, it's in sixth place fifth place sorry there's a book that's the the final book at number one is hidden in like it's sunk into my mattress i'm filming this on my bed um recording sorry uh so the book in number at number five is allegiant by veronica roth as i said with when i was talking about clockwork princess i also cried at this book um and again it was the ending um this book was awful I'm not even going to soften it. I did not like this book at all. Um, I adored Divergent. Divergent is one of my favourite books ever. But Insurgent and Legion are one of 
my least favorite some of my least favorite books ever um what happened purely i cried because it shouldn't have happened it was awful and i hate veronica roth i'm joking i don't hate veronica roth don't come at me um but what happened was just awful it was like no why are you doing this why are you putting me through this pain it was awful it was just so so bad um but also the impact it had on four anyone who has read this book knows what i'm talking about i literally i dropped the book gasped cried for a bit put it on the floor and stamped around on this book so it's probably got my like fitness all over oh my gosh there's literally a footmark here on this book with like toe prints that's disgusting if you have to like tip it into the sun it's right i got rid of it now i used a well wipe and i got rid of the footmarks but um i literally i put this on the floor and i stomped on it i did not like this book but the ending was just so hard hitting and it was the effect it had on four that made me cry more than anything because what actually happened i didn't care about because i didn't like the character it happened to anyway um i mean to a degree i liked her but not you know massively okay coming in at third place is simon versus oh fourth place is simon versus the homo sapiens agenda this book my god this book i love this book so much it's so beautiful but the ending purely because it was just beautiful and perfect and sweet and kind of destined like i always saw it coming you know it's always i really saw it coming but i really loved it i did it was kind of set in stone from the beginning you know but um i did love it it was just the way it happened it was just so so beautiful and i loved it i really really did um next up in third place we have city of heavenly fire by cassandra clare this book oh my god this book is just there are not words um to describe how what i thought about city of heavenly fire i'm getting a little bit confused because i'm holding city of bones because city of fire uh, heavenly fire is at the bottom of a six book stack um so I, i'm just like i put city of bones in here as a placeholder so i remembered um that it was in there um but oh my god the ending of this book it was like huh what just happened um it was insane 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 um but like it was so twisty turny and honestly um a certain character made a massive sacrifice for another character that couldn't even say his name right mind you the character that said his name right that didn't couldn't even say his name right is my favorite character i think you've already put together quite a bit of the puzzle piece from all the little riddles i'm chucking in here you need to get a piece of paper for this one guys um uh but honestly i love i already love this character so much more um now i didn't even massively love him but now i love him so much more because of the sacrifice he made for my favorite character um and yeah it's just 
such a beautiful beautiful ending also i didn't know how the whole clary sebastian thing would turn out um but it, it just ended perfectly and i really really liked the way she wrapped it up and it ended at the right place as well it didn't go on for too long and it wasn't too short it ended perfectly i think right getting like into proper proper fancy stuff now in the second place we have the ballad of songbirds and snakes by suzanne collins this book oh my god the ending i did not see coming i honestly thought she was perfect um, but I didn't see this ending coming in any way, shape, or form at all. Um, but it was just insane, the, the ending of this book. <sighs> Honestly, uh, I to be honest, I now actually feel for Snow a lot more than I did. Because, like you've got to read the book just read it you'll know what i mean this is really difficult having to talk about books and like how great their endings are without telling you what the ending is but anyway the ending is amazing in this book and you have to read it because i just did not see it coming at all and in first place is a book i did not even actually adore i didn't even actually love it that much I love the last 50 pages. I'm sure you've already guessed what it is just by that sentence. And that is, drumroll please. It's drum, I'm just drum rolling on the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. We Were Liars by E. Lockhart. Oh my god. The ending, purely because the minute I was like, um, the minute I saw this like thing, I was like, oh, why don't I do top 10 endings ever? The first book that came into my head was We Were Liars by E. Lockhart because I just didn't see the ending coming at all in any way, shape or form. And it hit me hard. I was just like, do, 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 reading my book. And then I like saw, I heard what happened. And I was like, <gasps> honestly, I was like, oh my God, what did I just read? What on earth? in heaven's earth just happened it was so crazy i did not see it coming at all it just blew my mind blew my tiny little mind this ending but honestly if you're looking for a book with a good ending definitely go to we were lies it's kind of like a mystery thriller kind of thing but any of these books has really great endings i mean a lot of these are last in the series I say a lot. By that I mean Clockwork, Princess and Allegiant and City of Heavenly Fire. But um, a lot of them are also first books, like Matched, The Hunger Games, Cinder, you know. Um, Battle of Songbirds and Snakes is kind of the first book that's a prequel. And then we've got a couple of standalones as well. We've got The Neverending Story, Simon vs. the Homo Sapiens Agenda and We Were Liars. But honestly, any of these books are great for endings. It depends what kind of ending you want. Uh, it's like uh, endings that we've been building up to and were exciting um, was Matched, The Hunger Games, um, Cinder, 
uh that's about it really um uh like finales like end of series finales was like clockwork princess allegiant and city of heavenly fire um kind of like a oh well that was a bit odd is the never ending story uh oh my gosh that's so cute simon versus the homo sapiens agenda and what just happened did not see that one coming is the ballad song birds and snakes we were liars and allegiant again it's like oh my lord all of these books have amazing endings for all these different reasons and yeah it's just really really great books so make sure to give them all a go okay so next up we have the top 10 favorite books ever challenge now this was really really tricky because i just kind of wanted to just pick up every single book on my shelf and then all be joint first apart from a select few that would be um last place um <laughs> so let's without further ado let's get into this um so in 10th place we have ready player one by ernest klein this book was amazing it really really stuck out um this is basically set in a dystopian world where there is this massive massive video game called the oasis um and the oasis is uh basically this massive online platform that everyone accesses through vr everyone's on it anyone could be anyone you could be a 40 year old man called clive and you could be uh, in this platform you could be a beautiful 15 year old girl actually that sounds slightly more worrying than intended anyway um but you can be whoever you want to be um we see a couple of revelations in that kind of in that sense um but it's just so good but basically the man who created this video game james halliday has died and he has left easter eggs kind of in the game um so he's left uh like keys and whoever collects all the keys and enters all the gates wins uh the oasis and all of james halliday's riches so it's uh, basically a race to see who can get the riches the fastest um so it's crazy um right i'm trying to i'm gonna try and drag this on too long although it's probably gonna go on longer than intended but hey um next up in ninth place we have six of crows by Le Bardugo. this book i loved um i did not like its sequel much i didn't mind it but i didn't love its sequel um six of crows really stuck out to me though because it had a really clear plot line and it was just it's just so amazing it was um basically it's a story about a bunch of outcasts um so there's kaz inej wyland jesper Mateus, and nina um but it's basically they go out on a heist um to infiltrate the like most like big biggest securityist securityist that's not a word the biggest like most high security prison ever called the ice court and they've got to infiltrate it and basically they've got to find this man who invented this drug that enhances these magical people's ability so it's like a magical kind of it's a fantasy um it's kind of like a magical there's magical elements as well 
Okay, in seventh place, eighth place, we have Interview with the Vampire by Anne Rice. I have already read this book, um, but I do wish to reread it uh, because it's just such a good book. It's amazing. Um, although, like, I remember that, but like, basically, I read this the first time before I started really getting into reading. Um, so I read, um, I read through it, and I got to about I don't know, um, fifty pages before the end, and then my other book came that I was waiting for that I was really really excited for. So I kind of skim read the last 50 pages and I do want to go back and read them properly because my mum has tried to talk to me about it before and like said oh this happened like oh you know what it was like when this happened I was like what what happened Did that happened in the last 50 pages she's like yeah and I'm like right that's why then um but yeah so I am really looking forward to really reading that because I did love that book um next in seventh place we have the cinder um cinder from which is the first book in the lunar chronicles um and it is basically uh it's a retelling of cinderella but cinder is a cyborg that lives in new beijing and one day she she's a really gifted mechanic and one day she's in her hut fixing things and the prince walks in uh, in disguise with his android nancy um and he asks if she can fix it and there's the, there's a whole like order of the ball and all that stuff but it's it's very complicated um it's mainly just based around this race of alien creatures that live on the moon called lunars um who can like manipulate them like people's minds by electricity the ending i did kind of see coming the main plot twist at the end i did call it from the moment nancy woke up i did call what had ha- what would happen but um, but yeah, it did take a little bit of persuasion. It's just a really good book. It's amazing. Seriously, if you haven't already, definitely give it a read. Okay, in sixth place. Yeah, in sixth place, we have yeah. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. Uh, also kind of the Hunger Games trilogy kind of fits in this se- into this section as well. The Hunger Games collection we'll say here, but specifically the Ballads of Songbirds and Snakes. Because um, a lot of people, there's a lot of mixed reviews about this because the main character of this book is the villain of the main Hunger Games trilogy. And some people like, that's not necessary. Um, and other people like, it was really bad, I didn't like it. My opinion on Snow still hasn't changed. But mine did. I really felt this book was necessary i really really loved this book it was just it was just so beautiful it was uh, i just i loved finding out about all this stuff like i honestly in my opinion this is this book is better than some of the hunger games books but honestly i did really really love this book there was just so much to it so much built up the story um it was just it was just amazing. It was a truly amazing experience. Okay, next up in fifth place, we have Divergent by Veronica Roth. And this is not including the rest of it. This is literally the first book, Divergent. I mean, I've said this before. I don't like Insurgent and I don't like Allegiant. Um, but literally the first book, Divergent, I 
absolutely adore this book. Um, it's so, so good. Um, it's just, there aren't words. It's such a good book. It's just so, there's so much to it. Um, basically, uh, this is a dystopian world where um, you have to choose when you're, I think it's 17 or is it 16? Um, I don't know. Uh, it's at a certain age. You basically have to go for a test where some, like, they put you in different scenarios and they decide your aptitude for each um, faction. This is like erudite for intelligence, amity for peaceful, candor's honesty, dauntless is bravery, and abnegation is selflessness. Um, but basically, they choose your aptitude for each um thing um for each faction and you normally come back with one faction and that's a recommendation for the faction that you should choose um because you could choose any faction it's just kind of a recommendation um but if you get sorted into more than one faction you you are a divergent uh which is bad obviously because um which is obviously bad because people wouldn't like they can't control divergence um they're not like part of the norm so they're uncontrollable they can't like brainwash them like they do with everyone else um so they're really dangerous uh they're classed as dangerous and so people are out to get these divergents and of course this isn't really a spoiler because it's literally the name of the book but of course our main character turns out being divergent um so this is just her trying to navigate that and trying to hide the fact that she is divergent so that she can stay safe. Okay, we're getting into the big bits now. These are the ones that I really, really love. Um, and so we, in fourth place, we have Simon versus the Homo Sapiens Agenda by Becky Albertale. This book, this book, oh my gosh, I absolutely adore this book. This book is just there aren't words i absolutely friggin adore this book it's basically about a gay boy who has not come out to anyone yet and he is emailing another boy called blue who is in the exact same situation um one day silly old simon is emailing blue and he accidentally leaves his computer on and then someone else comes and sits down and sees all his emails and ends up blackmailing simon um so simon's like really uh like confused he's like oh my gosh he's panicking all this is like he hasn't come out to anyone yet and it's it's just it's just so great i love it and the ending is just so so sweet it's just um just amazing it's such a good book if you haven't read it already go read it um Okay, we're in the top three now. The next two books uh, really mean a lot to me because of my childhood. More than anything, I had them in my childhood. They were the first books I've read. And then, yeah. So, in third place, we have The Neverending Story by Michael End. Honestly, sometimes, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, but sometimes I honestly think that he changed his name just so he could write The Never Ending Story. The Never Ending Story by Michael End. 
that's just I used to find that so funny when I was a child um well that's just it I read this when I was a child it was like one of the first books I ever read and it was just such a big achievement because it is quite hefty it was the first like big book I ever read it's like 500 pages um but it was like the first big big book I ever read and I read it when I was young and it's just it's like, built up so much of my life it's a fantasy um, when we follow two perspectives. One of Bastain, who is reading this book in his in the attic um, above his maths classroom uh, in his school, um, and he's like, and then the other of Atreyu, who is the character in the book, who lives in a world called Fantastica, not Fantasia. I could rant about that movie for hours. In fact, I might just do that. I might make a podcast episode where I could just rant about the never-ending story movie for hours. That sounds like a good idea. That sounds good. Anyway, um, but there's loads of cool facts about this as well. Like, uh, the beginning of every chapter title goes in the alphabet. So the, the first letter of chapter one is A. The second the letter of, uh, the first letter of chapter two is B. Uh, the first letter of chapter three is C. Um, it goes in the alphabet. I didn't actually know that till I read the little fact bit in the back. Because uh, this is one of those puffing ones with the extra extra stuff in the back. Um, like the quizzes and stuff. But oh my gosh, this book was such a massive, massive part of my childhood. And it really got me back into reading, to be honest. It, it really got me. I think it really like lit that spark inside of me uh, that allowed me to read. Okay, the next book I have is book in second place. We have Harry Potter. And this is the whole series, not just the first book. I'm only holding the first book because it's kind of like a, to remind me it's there. This book, the series, sorry, is such a massive part of my life. Oh my gosh. I just opened uh, the front of my first book of the first book and it says this book belongs to mishka 2mb oh i was in year two oh yeah i've got to edit that out future mishka edit that bit out you don't want i don't want them knowing about my school um but so i just opened the flap of this book i just opened the flap of the um of the first book and it says this book belongs to mishka year two. Oh my gosh i was in year two and I've got another one in highlighter from when I was near four. And I've got another one in gel pen from when I was near six. There's three little markings of my name in this book. Um, but this is basically, if you don't know already about the Harry Potter series, which I'm sure you do. I've already, I've had a complete read through where I read all of the books. Um, and also, fun fact, the last four books in my collection are all first editions. Uh, so from the Goblet of Fire onwards are all first editions. Um, but if you don't know already, this book series is about a boy called Harry Potter who discovers that he is a wizard. Um, and he goes to this wizarding school called Hogwarts and is sorted into one of the four houses. If you don't know already, guys, I am a Ravenclaw. Kind of a bit self-explanatory. Um, but I am a Ravenclaw if you don't know already. Um... But it's basically, yeah, it's about this boy who discovers he's a wizard and, yeah, and he can do magic. Um, so it's, it's so good, honestly. It's so sweet. And it was, again, a massive part of my childhood. I've always loved the movies and I've read a couple of the books before and I had, like, a read-through where I read all of the books. Um, and I'm considering of doing another one. 
Okay, now we have first place, and this is actually a joint first place because I genuinely could not decide. Um, right, so the joint first place is The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern and The Shadowhunter Chronicles by Cassandra Clare. I had to do this joint. I genuinely could not decide what to do. That, Like, honestly, I bet you guys at home are going, how she must really like the Night Circus because she does not stop talking about the Shadowhunter Chronicles and Malak. And you're quite right, I don't. And I do absolutely love the Night Circus. This is seriously one of my favourite books ever. It's just such an amazing book. So I'm going to talk about them in turn. So, let's start with the Shadowhunter Chronicles. Uh, The Shadowhunter Chronicles, specifically the Infernal Devices, City of Glass, uh, City of Heavenly Fire, the Red Scrolls of Magic, that's probably my favourite of all the Shadowhunter Chronicles of the Red Scrolls of Magic, purely because it's just about Malik. Uh, The Bane Chronicles, I think that's it for the ones that particularly stick out. Um, So, City of Glass, City of Heavenly Fire, the Infernal Devices um the bane chronicles and the red scores of magic they are the one the five books of 21 books that particularly stick out of the shadowhunter chronicles um but oh my gosh these books are just so so good there's just so many of them so you can like keep going with them but honestly i love these so so much um so basically this is set in a world where there are a race of half human half angel i believe they're half human they're half human half angels and they fight demons there are also downwilders which are warlocks seelies vampires and werewolves and they are half demon so there's always like there's always been a little bit of a debate on whether they should be treated like mundanes whether they should be treated like uh children of the angel nephilim shadow hunters whatever you want to call them um or whether they should like be persecuted like demons um but honestly i love this so much these these chronicles are just the most amazing thing ever they're just so good they've got like amazing characters i have like clear favorite characters from each series i have not yet read the dark artifices so i can't really judge on the dark artifices series yet but from for example from the mortal instruments i most like alec lightwood but my favourite character is Magnus Bane. Um, and with the Infernal Devices, I most like Tessa, but my favourite character is Jem. And honestly, I love them so much. It's just so good. Obviously, my favourite couple is Malik. I've said that so many times, I really didn't think it needed to be said again, but hey. Um, oh, It's just such a great series, such great books. If you haven't read them already... Seriously, I don't even care if you click off the podcast episode. Just click off it and go read them. They are extraordinary. Um, okay. <laughs> kind of felt like a bit of a rant then. Um, okay, and then the second joint first, the second book of the joint first places um, is The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern, as I've said. And I've said that, but whatever. Um, but yes, yeah, so it's The Night Circus by Erin Morgenstern. And... This is basically about a circus that uh, is not there one day and then it is suddenly there the next. Um, and it's all in black and white and there is a sign 
on the uh, window. Kind of, is it a window? Yeah. Um, oh, it hangs on the gate, and it says, "Opens at nightfall, closes at dawn." Um, so this is such a great book. It's called Le Cirque du Rêve. And I believe that's like the circus of happiness or something. The circus of dreams. Um, honestly, I might actually do a teaser where I like read the first chapter or something of some of these books. Some of my favourite books. I'll read like the first chapter or the first line of each book that I have on my shelf. Oh, that'd be a good one. First, first line of each book I have on my shelf. And try and tease you in basically although i might do like the first kind of section of the night circus because it is really short and it's just so good it's amazing um but yeah so honestly the night circus is just so beautiful we have loads of different perspectives we have uh one perspective um of uh, a boy called Bailey, who was, um, was when he was younger, he was dared to break into the night circus in the middle of the day, um, and he did, and then he met my favourite character, and um, she's Poppet, um, I just love Poppet so much, Poppet and Widget are just amazing, I love Poppet and Widget, um, but, so yeah, we followed them, we also follow several of the circus performers, um, and it's just, so good i'm gonna read the blurb bit because it's just amazing um the circus arrives without warning no announcements precede it it's simply there when yesterday it was not it's just so good it's such an amazing book uh once again if you have not already read it go and read it but i just also like to mention that uh, the challenge chronicles and the night circus are joint they are not any anyone in ahead of the other because I just honestly could not do that. I could not put one ahead of the other because I absolutely adore them both. Um, okay, so next up we have my top 10 least favourite books. Now for my top 10 least favourites, I'm just going to say their names. I'm not really going to give a synopsis uh, because I really haven't got time to do that. I've already run over, but I do want to get this one in there as well. So... Okay, so without further ado, let's jump right in. At number 10, we have uh, The Maze Runner by James Dashner. These, I'd also like to mention quickly before we jump into the whole synopsis doom jig, um, that at number 10, The Maze Runner is my favourite of my worst books, whereas at number one, we have the worst book I've ever read. Um, but the maze runner by James Nashner. I'm going to be quick about this because um, I've like I'm running out of time. As it is, um, but uh, the maze runner by James Nashner because the writing style is like it's tricky. It's like I don't love the writing style. It's not really my speed, uh, but it is an entertaining read. It's fun, but it's not gripping me. You know. Okay, at number nine we have Crooked Kingdom by Leigh Bardugo. This book did let me down a little bit. I was hoping something big after the uh, amazingness that was Six of Crows. And if you've just, uh, well, it was in this episode, so I'm sure you have just listened to it. But Six of Crows was in my top ten, one in, uh, was in my top ten favourite books ever. Um, so I was really hoping for miracles from Crooked Kingdom. But I honestly, I didn't love it. It's just let me down a little bit. Um, 
because it wasn't really a plot line, you know? Okay, at 7th, 8th, yeah, 8th we have The Crimes of Grindelwald by J.K. Rowling. Um, again, I was expecting a lot because I had read the original uh, Harry Potter series and I really loved it. Um, but then, so I was really expecting a lot from this book. I really liked um, Fantastic Beasts, but I really didn't, I wasn't as happy with Crimes of the Grindelwald, the Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, it just didn't shock me enough, but this cover is beautiful. Um, I've got like, I don't know what other covers are out, but I've got like a blue cover and it's got like gold on it and it's like got loads of patterns and it's just, oh, it's so beautiful. This cover is amazing. Uh, but unfortunately the actual book isn't quite so. Um, okay, in seventh place, we have Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen, purely because it was so wordy. I didn't understand a lot of it because it was, I mean, I, I got the general gist of the story. I also watched the um, TV series alongside it, um, so that I kind of understood it a little bit better, but it was very complicated and... Uh, as I've said, I'm not really into romances, so I think that was not one of my favourite because of that kind of reason. Um, next up, we have The Scorch Trials, which is the sequel to The Maze Runner. Um, again, the writing style wasn't great. It was fairly entertaining, not quite as entertaining as The Maze Runner, but it didn't, like, um, it felt like it was kind of pushing the story further than it needed to go. That story was kind of looked up and finished in my brain. and I didn't need a sequel. Um I didn't like need a sequel as much as I did with some other series that I have read. In fifth place, we have Elidor by Alan Gardner. I think I purely read this at the wrong time um, because also I read it in bits. Um, so it wasn't as amazing as it could have been. Uh, but it was uh, a bit too young for me, I think, as well at the time. I'm all for middle grade. I do like quite a lot of middle grades, but this one just didn't hit the right spot. Um, and I didn't love it, it just felt a bit too, kind of, it was also quite complicated as well, for a children's story it seemed quite complicated, and it was a bit creepy as well. Um, okay, in fourth place we have Allegiant by Veronica Roth, this is here, um, because I didn't like it, I thought it was a really bad conclusion, and I did not like it. As I said, again, um, Divergent was in one of my top ten favourite books. Um, but Allegiant was not, because I do not like Allegiant. <laughs> I think it was written... I don't think it was... I didn't think it brought Divergent the justice it deserved. And I did cry at the end. Purely, like, kind of half, because I really did not like this book. I thought it was really, really bad. And half... Not even because of what happened, but the effect it had on four. Because I did not like who it happened to that much. But I did like four. Four was my favourite character. But yeah, so that's there. And then, quite appropriately, in third place we have Insurgent. The only reason this I don't I, I dislike this more than I like Allegiant is because it just felt like a gap filler. I didn't feel it was necessary. It just kind of felt like a gap. But to be honest, off the top of my head, I can't even remember anything particularly massive that happened that made it necessary. 
I, I do. Oh, this is the one with Amity. Oh, yeah, no. Nothing particularly sticks out um, to me that, like, would be um, needing... Uh, this is just the one where they're imprisoned in Eriodite, really, isn't it? Um, but, yeah, nothing particularly sticks out to me that was massive, and it just felt like a bit of a gap filler. It didn't feel particularly necessary. Okay, we're getting to the really hated books now. In second place, we have Bradley Baker and the Pyramids of Blood by David Lawrence Jones. I got this when I was younger. Um, from He came into my school or something, and he was giving out uh, copies, and he signed them all. So I have a signed and personalised copy of this, which is why I don't have the heart to throw it away, because it's my only signed book. Because um, I always get my book secondhand. Um, but, yeah, it's just, it felt too young. I had not read the first lot of books in the series. Um, I just, yeah, it just, I just, it was, there were too many adjectives. It was like, spent five adjectives talking about describing a dog, you know? It was just completely unnecessarily full of adjectives. And it did just annoy me a little bit. And finally, in first place, we have The Doll's House by M.J. Ulrich. Um, I've really hated this book. Uh, I've never been massively into thrillers, uh, but there was a point where I was, so I went out and I gave a couple of them a go. And this was one of them, and I really didn't like it. Um, I didn't like the idea of it. I didn't think it was a particularly fantastic idea. Um, it kind of felt a bit like standard, you know. Nothing stood out to it about me. Uh, stood out about it to me. Um, I just, I didn't like it. I got it from my second-hand bookshop down the road as well. Um, but as you know, I've also bought some of my favourite books from down there. So it's not an attack on this bookshop, I promise you. Uh, I do absolutely love that bookshop. The man in there is so nice. Um, but, yeah, uh, I just I just didn't find it particularly interesting. And it took ages to come to a conclusion, even from a thriller. Even for a thriller, it took too long to come to a conclusion anyway that is it for this episode thank you so much for tuning in don't forget you can reach me at bookishbonanza at gmail.com or at bookishbonanza if you want my instagram um i hope you have a nice day and enjoy your uh enjoy a day and keep reading bye guys (laughs) 